Hi, I'm Brad Dourif, and you're listening to the Midwest Monsters. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Midwest Monsters Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Grizzly Abner, and I'm joined by Professor Wagstaff. Venomous Venate. Hot Toddy. Good to be with you again, folks. We are revisiting a franchise this evening to give Vinny and Hot Toddy a chance to talk about it a little bit, and perhaps Professor and I a chance to revisit our previous opinions. And tonight we are talking about, you may call it the Child's Play franchise, but I call it the Chuggy movies. <laughs> also a milestone for us. <clears throat> yeah, this is a milestone episode. 150th episode. Did you already forget? Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot. That's you, a lot of episodes. That's that's a lot of damn movies to talk about. A well, lot of damn movies watched. Hopefully at least one good one in there. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. So, <laughs> uh, 150th episode. We started recording, uh, Professor reminded me, in early of 2013. So, February 2013, we started recording. I think we actually uh, put the episodes out for people to listen to in 2014. Or maybe even late late in 13, but yeah. we queued them up there for a while. Sure. Or we had them on one, some mediums, but not others. But anyways, I think the first one hit iTunes in like 2014. Yeah, yeah early iTunes 2014. was later. So, uh, yeah, we've been recording these for uh, six and a half years. It's crazy. It and we've crazy. never missed, have we? No, any appointment because we air twice. twice a month. Yeah, I don't think we've missed. We may have had a gap or two just because either busy lives or something. I'm not yeah. sure. We've had a, a pretty consistent stretch, though. Yeah, we've tried. We've tried. It's all for you, the listener. <laughs> yes, right. It's a goddamn review. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Click the damn stars and I don't rate want us. your money. Just give us five stars. <laughs> Come on. So we're going to talk about the Chucky movies. Um, all right, let's just give overall about the franchise for each of us opinion-wise. My opinion has not changed much. I'm, I like the idea of Chucky better than the Child's Play movies. Um, I like Chucky as an icon, but i got to be honest, I just don't watch the movies very often. I'm, I'm not crazy about them. Uh, I like that you're posing with a t-shirt on then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Chucky, and my shirt says Chucky, not Child's Play. So... Uh, yeah, I like the idea of Chucky. I like Chucky as an icon. Repeating that so you hear it louder this time. <laughs> um, I still hear what I want. So. <laughs> you have selective hearing because you're old. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I'll talk about the highlights, talk about what I like. And I think I'll be kinder to some movies, actually, this time around. Yeah. So, uh, Professor. This is a, a, a more extreme version of Freddy for me, where the stuff got into the humor. And I didn't stay on board as long as I did with um, Michael and Jason. I stayed on board much longer with Freddy than I did this. And I like the, the Nightmare franchise much more than I do these. 
Um, but they're certainly a product of our generation. Uh, it's something I tap into. Um, don't touch my Pringles, Grizz. Um, <laughs> but I was wondering why the dog was looking at me. Evidently, she eats Pringles chips. Okay, we've got another hand in the pot. Okay. <laughs> Well, back to the, <laughs> the Child's Play franchise. Brought to you uh, by Pringles. I like much more of the elements when they're actually setting out to make horror films than they are humor, because I don't think the humor lands as much with me. That's so, just kind of a general that's thought. That's my thing. So the Chucky movies are weird. In that, so not till later. I mean, later they just went full on with humor, and that's why like Bride of Chucky hits for me. But the early ones... Um, Weren't funny enough or scary enough. But I felt like they were trying to make horror movies. In one and two. Right. Yeah. And we'll talk about those as we get into them. Yeah. Let me ask this question. How old were you when you first saw them? Grown ass man. Uh, It wouldn't have been right when the first one was new. My mom and dad like to joke about they went to see it at the theater. My mom (laughs) wanted to walk out. My dad just rolled his eyes through the second half of it. Um. I would say, you know, one of those things kind of maybe five years after the fact okay. of the first one coming out. But I was still in the taught? middle of the craze. Did you see it in the theater by I, yourself? I saw it in the theater by myself. When I say by myself, I went by myself. Uh, packed theater down at the, the like sidewalk. where they For the first old. one? Yeah. Wow. Uh, so 88, I would have been 10 years old. So gotcha. I think that, that, I six. I think I that is going there. to tell you right there where opinions are going to change between also, the different members of the cast. Did you have a My Buddy? I did not, but I wanted yeah, one. I was poor too, so also wanted one, but <laughs> everyone around me had them. Uh, and, and the fact that Chucky looked like my yeah, body. They, I saw them when I was probably... All three of them had been released already. I was at my aunt's house, and they would take us to rent movies on Saturday nights, and we stayed the night in video games, and we'd stay up all night, and we rented all three of the Chucky movies. See, I was going to say, by the time... By the time maybe part three was out is when I would have started to play. So I was probably 12 or so. And and I hadn't watched a lot of horror at that point in my life. Uh, So they were scary enough to dip your toe into. They were horror, but they also had enough. They were silly enough, the concept, that I wasn't too scared. You know what I mean? If you're 11 years old and you haven't watched a lot of horror movies, this is a scary-ass movie. Right, but... um, not my favorite franchise. I typically tend to be dismissive about it, but then I realized this last time around, I've said that for years, and I've watched this entire franchise at least three times all the way through as an adult. So clearly there is something about it that keeps me going back and revisiting the movies, even if they aren't my favorite franchise. I still get a lot of enjoyment out of these. I, I think they're just not taxing, which is part of the fun reason to, to revisit them. Todd? Uh, I love the franchise. There's there's definitely uh, there's highs and lows in it, uh, as we'll go through each film. But uh, I think a, a, as a whole, it's it's a fun franchise. Um, I kind of don't want to delve too much into I, I kind of would rather talk about each movie separately. But uh, I kind of think, for me, Child's Play was scary. Um Especially the age I saw it in. Um, two was kind of more fun, had more humor. It still tried to be scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that it, even though it went humor, like, kind of like when it was needed. And then like maybe uh, a little bit more than it should have. That 
eventually their their goal seemed to be let's kind of bring some scares back in or at least uh, maybe a little bit more seriousness so um i don't know i always thought chucky was a cool character and um to me when i when i think of like the the icons that i grew up chucky definitely fits right in so it could have only happened in the 80s oh yeah sure okay let's could you could you imagine a a killer furby or something like (laughs) What if there was a what if there was a new movie and it was a killer doll, but it was because of bad AI and the doll wasn't possessed? <laughs> hmm. Huh. We might have something here. We might talk about that in a little bit. Okay, let's start it from the beginning. Child's play. Opinions. Oh, I was ready for details, but okay. <laughs> no, no, no. When we revisit, we don't do hard. Uh, we don't okay. Do, well, we don't I do did that, so I'm glad you told me ahead of time. <laughs> Way to waste my morning. We're out. <laughs> I guess, uh, I guess the way we've done things doesn't matter. I enjoy Child's Play, the first movie. I like watching it. Um, obviously, the original, so it's better than the majority of what the series is. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's one that I will watch if I'm somehow through uh, October sometimes for Halloween movies. Like That's just one that goes in with all the rest of them to me. That's, that's like one of the mainstays that you throw in. For me, anyway, maybe not annually, but every couple of years. Say annually or anally. <laughs> you be the judge. Throwing it in <laughs> anally. Dotty. Uh, man, child, child's play is something I watch all like as as often as I can. It's it's really weird. Uh, I want to say they came on home video at the same time because uh, kind of like Benny was saying, like I I would uh kind of like live at my aunt's house. She lived in the country. And there was always like lots of cousins, and and it was kind of like uh they would always take in like everybody's kids. So they had like the pool, and um, I just remember there would always be a lot of kids and stuff out there. And, and scary movies were always the most fun to watch. And I think uh I think they all came on video at the same time, but I remember Halloween Four, Child's Play, and Pumpkinhead were three that all came out at the same time. That like we like burned those movies up. Um. I still vividly remember seeing the the original in the theater. Um, I, I think uh, to me, my it's really weird. I'm trying to think like maybe the first. Um, I want to say early trailers. What I remember is they didn't promote that. It almost could have been like Andy was actually the killer, and that's kind of how they pushed the marketing. It wasn't until home video that Chucky was on the box, and yeah. um, and that you knew that it was about a killer doll. But um, all I knew was a scary movie, and what made me really want to see this movie was I remember my mom and I, my mom hates horror films. Uh, we went to the theater. Uh, at the time, we had our big theater only had six movies. But we were, uh, Child's Play was number one. We were in theater six seeing High Spirits, and we could hear <laughs> people screaming in our theater from Child's Play. And I was like, I have to go see this movie now. Uh, it's one of Carrie's favorites, High Spirits. I do enjoy high spirits, but uh, uh, Child's Play. Uh, when I saw it, like uh, I remember, it was fun. It was packed theater, and and people were were screaming and scared, which always makes it uh more fun to watch, which is a good movie uh, going experience. Right on. Saw this as an adult. Um, I think this first one is still effective, as far as the whole franchise goes. It's probably the most effective one. Um, it couldn't have happened anywhere but the '80s, right? This killer who 
does a voodoo spell to transfer his soul into a doll. <laughs> I mean, it's only going to work. It's that the way. hot item going into Christmas season in the movie. Yeah, it was like, very everybody's Cabbage buying Patch it up. Kid, very my buddy. Like all of that plays into that time period. Yeah, yeah. and so. Um, you know, and then you've got Andy who has like this autonomy as like a seven-year-old or six-year-old to ditch school and take the L train where Chucky <laughs> tells him to go. Like only in the eighties, right? Yeah. Um, so it, th- this this is the best made of the whole franchise. Well, and they right. they tease Chucky throughout it. You don't get a lot of until the third act. You don't see much of Chucky moving. They tease it. It's, you see the feet run by. You see a hand reach up. Like they 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 didn't they hid the shark. Well, that that more that, or less. I'll, I will tell you how brilliant that was. Was that uh, because of that the the scene where uh, she finds the batteries on the floor and she opens up uh, his back and his his head turns, which still could have just been the doll. His head turns and says like I'm Chucky. She screams, and even then you're like, well, it's still kind of a doll. But when she says she's gonna throw it in the fire and it just like rages at her. Yeah. Like I remember people like freaking out when that happened. Uh, you know, awesome. I, had, uh, I always see that in a meme now where it talks about when you tell your six-year-old to get off of YouTube. And it's like, <laughs> well, fuck you, bitch. And I, I think the, the first one is, I wouldn't quite qualify it as a classic, but it's it's certainly the best of the franchise. And, uh, and it's up there as a, you know, kind of an iconic, important oh, yeah. film for horror in the 80s. It also suffers from the same syndrome, which we'll go into uh, as franchises that are not horror, but I think of in the same way as like a Death Wish or Rambo, where the sequels turned into something else, and people think more of that. And even to to a much lesser degree, I think some people think of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies uh, on more of the lampooning, goofy character that he became in some of the later films. And I think that with this one, if if you have all of that kind of discarded. They actually set out to scare you in it. It's it's not just a goofy movie, and without the idea of Chucky permeating the the vocabulary of of everyone in the country within a year, the idea of seeing a serial killer at the beginning and then hearing his voice in this possessed doll later is a little bit more effective without all of that baggage that comes from its success. But at its core, the movie that they set out to make is actually. A good time and pretty pretty effective. You know, as you mentioned, they don't show the shark, and right. that that matters. Um, they allude to a lot of things, and they let you see parts of the doll, which make it much more creepy uh, with letting your imagination run with the idea of it than actually in your face as the franchise would go on to exist on. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoy the first one. The first one is, um, I think, one, and, and we'll go into two. I think one and two both set out for more horror angles than... Uh, we would really get back to. You know what one and two both had? Blue 80s lightning. <laughs> that too. Yeah. You can't go wrong with the blue lightning. Can't go wrong with blue 80s lightning. <laughs> I, th- I think uh, I think kind of what sets one apart a lot too is uh, Tom Holland directing it. Yeah. Yes. So coming off of uh, Fright Night and Psycho 2. Oh yeah. Um, I, I think that uh, Dom Mancini, which he he actually wrote every movie in the, in the, the series, uh, which again gets kind of strange that some of the the ones that took a, a an odd path, but uh, yeah, I, I definitely uh, think there's some good scares. And something that I like about it is there's usually any movie that deals with children and it's a horror film. 
feel like the parents aren't affected until maybe the end of the third act. I love that early on. Um, um, I'm trying to think of the detective's name, Mike. Uh, Wazowski. That, yes. Well, <laughs> it's not Monster Zane. <laughs> so, uh, Chris Sarandon's character. That, uh, that early on, Chucky comes at him, and then, like, the mom experiences it. Like, it's, it's not just the little kid. And something that's cool, when I, every time I watch it, I'm like, I wonder if it was ever considered that Andy would be the killer. Because definitely uh, early on, it easily could have been Andy. So. Yeah. It wasn't me. It was Chucky. I'm waiting for, uh, to hear that from our president. <laughs> uh, any particular standout moments from the first one we want to hit on before we... Not that hasn't already been off. said. No. Okay. All right. Roll on into number two. Child's Play 2. Um, <laughs> Which is a good name for a sequel. Yeah. I yeah, I thought it was pretty creative. I, I love uh, I love that 2. Uh, 2 came out in 1990. Uh, there's like this weird, I don't know what it is. There's universal early nineties pictures. They all have like a, like problem child, uh, like, uh, the first and second movie. They all came out the same, same time period, all the same studio, but they all have like these crazy houses where there's like lots of blues and yellows and, uh, what year, what year did you say? 90, 90. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so again, like the, uh, I remember enjoying two very much. Uh, the scares weren't quite there like the first movie. Uh, the humor though, like, was fun, uh, and like uh, definitely the thir- the 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 end of the film where they're in the the factory, uh, like the ma- the maze of all the good guy dolls, and um, and I definitely thought it was cool. After rewatching them, I'm like, they kind of do the Jaws thing where uh, I feel like Universal at some points like we have to kill our monsters very similar. I'm like, so can you? Uh, have him blow up and be like, smile, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I think that Child's Play 2 is a is a very good sequel for what it was. Uh, I love the parts in the factory at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I think they do a good job of making Chucky menacing in this movie. Uh, I think it's a very good sequel, and I think they held on to a lot of of what did work and won. And there wasn't a whole lot of extra smart ass Chucky and things like that. And you got Bud the Chud in it. So. Uh, I, I did, I did find it weird knowing that, uh, later on that, uh, um, God, I forgot the mom's name already. It's the actress's real name. That's why. Notes out. Catherine um, Hicks. Yeah. Catherine Hicks. So Catherine Hicks uh, fell in love with Kevin Yeager, who created Chucky, on the set of the first one. So in part two, she's there every day visiting him. Like, you guys couldn't have come up with like getting her in the scene or something. Uh, (laughs) And I I also find find it funny too that it probably wasn't. um, It's been really recent that I didn't realize that they basically took Chucky, and then that's uh, I never realized that the Crypt Keeper has Chucky's eyes. I never. Realize that till later on. Yeah. Uh, but again, like I, I like a lot of the stuff they did. Something I didn't mention in the first movie, and I don't know if they carried it on to, uh, or they just mastered a little bit more. But I love that Ed Gale plays uh, Chucky in some scenes, and they actually made the the rooms larger than it. They made things oh, bigger. Uh, so, I mean, it's pretty effective. Again, um, I think later on when we get a little bit CGI Chucky, um, 
I don't know, like it's just effective and like the doll's effective. And again, I lost some of the scares, but there's still like a weird creepiness uh, to this one. Chucky certainly, the cat's already been let out of the bag, so you get a lot more visual on Chucky throughout the entire film in this one. Yeah. <clears throat> I agree, Vinny, that I think this is, uh, I don't think I was very kind to it the first time around, but this time around, uh, I watched it a couple weeks ago, and it's a better sequel than I remember it being. It's mm-hmm. still trying to be scary, as you brought up, Professor. Um, this is like, some of the last vestiges of like a serious tone mm-hmm. until we come back to that serious tone later in the franchise. Mm-hmm. And so I appreciate that about it. Um, it's not one that I just want to sit down and be like, Oh yeah, child's play too. That's what's happening tonight. But at the same time, I don't have any problem with it. Yeah. 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 I, I go back and forth on this because I want to like this more than the first <laughs> one, but I feel like that's getting cute and I just can't do it, but I really like it. I think that the second one is strong and, kind of uh impressive for how easy they could have cashed in i they really put effort into this yeah. i love the results of us getting back into the factory elevating the gore and trying to bring in more of the horror elements uh more so than we had in the first one um so i you know i i think it's one that shouldn't be missed if you're interested in the in the franchise there's others that i would say you don't have to see if you're just interested in seeing a couple Mm -hmm. the first two are a great starting point and if you need more for your fix then go from there but the second one really isn't a far drop in quality from from the first one and i i see a lot of people mark this as their favorite from the franchise and i can see why i think it's got a lot of cool elements i think that um the angles of andy kind of being in a bad spot and going trying to find a, a place to call home and his woes with foster care kind of elevate your interest in the child as opposed to the little dipshit at home that wants the cool toy that everybody else wants that year. Mm-hmm. It kind of heightens that. So I think, you know, it's a good movie. I like part two. Yeah. I, I think something cool with the second movie was the marketing push that it got. So uh, like because the cat's out of the bag, like, like even the early uh, teaser where um, it's the Jack in the box and yeah. It's like Chucky's back. And I remember there was like bumper stickers that came out. Like it it was uh, more marketable. Yeah. And um, I don't know if that's because it went from MGM to Universal. But uh, also, I feel like two uh, USA alone plays this movie all the time. That might be why it's a lot of people's favorite. Maybe this was the most accessible movie to to people over some of the, uh, the other films. Yeah, for sure. And that, yeah, I mean... That cover art, you know, is really very memorable compared yeah. to the first one. Well, and, it was, as you said, the original poster art was different from the original box art. But yeah. yeah, you get my drift. Yeah. Um, also, uh, I'm always like, where the hell are all the workers in this damn factory? Uh, <laughs> excuse me, but uh, <laughs> um, I, I do love I do love what they do to Chucky. Like uh, like the stuff with the machine, like where like his legs get cut off and he's stapled down. And uh, so there's some cool fun stuff they did in this one. So that's the one where he like, when his hand gets cut off, he makes, it reminds me of the knife on his well, hand well, and tapes it up. Well, he also has his legs cut off. And I always think of Eddie Murphy from uh, trading places <laughs> where it's like, <laughs> I can see <laughs> agent orange. <laughs> All right. Anything Woo. else to say on child's play too? Just that I love that head head shot at the end there. The, his head getting blown oh yeah off. yeah oh yeah we really hadn't got too much of the uh the gore 
from the franchise in a, in a lot of ways in the first one, and they just get gnarly there. You know, and I like that the beginning of part two is, you know, the company trying to scramble to save their ass that makes the good guy dolls, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and the so, whole corporate greed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that rolls into part three as yep. we go into Child's Play part three, and them saying, you know, maybe it's time to bring back good guy dolls. And people are like, I don't think it's a good idea. Bottom line, you know, yep. it's going to be popular. And so the old factory is reopened. And we do a time jump with three. Yes. Uh, I want to say five, maybe five years or something. He's uh, Andy's a teenager now, definitely. Which loses me almost immediately because I cannot stand when you recast a character. So not not only that, but then it's like you 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 push to make him older for some reason to bring in a new boy that could be like he's replacing Andy essentially. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I guess we are talking about the third film at yes. this point. Um. I'm sorry. Is it called the third Child's Play instead of yeah. Child's Play Three? <laughs> this one. This one's called Child's Play Three. Um. I don't know. Like uh, you guys were saying earlier, I feel like this one actually has as we, it's weird to say. I kind of feel like they missed the mark a little bit. I'm um, actually like this movie still, but I think this one actually tried to be too serious, but it's not a serious movie, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Cause it's not as fun as two was at all. Um, and it's not scary. Like the first one was um, again, there's definitely like some cool stuff in this film. Obviously it's pretty marketable since you're wearing the poster on your shirt. That's correct. Uh <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's really that one weird. didn't hit like you thought it would. It? <laughs> where uh, you guys are so mean to each other. <laughs> where uh, where two had the huge push. I feel like three. Uh, they're like, you know what? Let's just have it come out like in November or whatever, and um, we won't really uh, advertise it as much. And um, I don't know. There's still some cool stuff. I love the funhouse scene. Um, the army stuff definitely gets on my nerves, though. If I'm being honest. Well. This movie also, unlike the other Child's Play movies, almost everybody that Chucky kills is an unlikable character. Yeah. Which, man, the babysitter, the opening of, of the, the first movie, that the babysitter death is like, okay, damn. Yeah, whereas this one, it's like people you didn't like to begin with yeah. are getting killed. Um, they changed the actor on Andy, and like I said, that sours me on the outset of it. I j- which it was the time jump because um, Alex Vincent wouldn't have been old enough to do teenager. He wouldn't have been. But again, it doesn't make sense that they push that he's a teenager for plot and then throw in here's the new Andy Barkley. Yeah, it just this movie misses for me. Um, Child's Play three. Uh, it's not my least favorite in the franchise. No, but, not by a mile. No, but it's low. It's low on the list. I don't care for this one much at all. I do. Uh, I also like uh, again too that some of the stuff that. Like like Chucky's face kind of gets ripped a little bit toward the end, and he becomes even a little bit more menacing. But yeah, it's um, I still I still enjoy it. I still watch it quite a bit. But it's uh, of the first three, it's it's the bottom of the of the heap there for the, for the first three. Certainly, the first three. I think they would have been better served to just create a whole different scenario where Chucky gets involved instead of making it the same character. Then it feels cheap because it's not the same kid. Just pick some some other setting. If we want to go to this military school, fine. Just make a different kid that he's trying to get in the body of. We don't need to involve Andy. 
I think that's what and makes it feel tired. They ultimately do that in the story, right? But, yeah, but they still have Andy, and they in the still movie. forced it. If they would have yeah. just picked like they had the kid there that he decides on instead of Andy, it would have been fine. But I think that that hurts the film, and we quickly get exhausted. I, in my opinion, with the franchise, like well, by the third entry, I feel like I feel like Andy didn't fit either. The fact that like at this point, Manny's not with his mom at all, and he's just kind of like, eh, whatever, you know. I had some bad shit happen, but I'm 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 happy now. Like I kind of feel like Andy of of all the like movies that have really dark characters, I feel like at this point Andy would be pretty jaded. Um, so again, like why even have him be Andy? Yeah. Um. Well, I don't like this film overall. I like scenes from it. Mm-hmm. I like when Chucky switches out their paint bullets to real bullets. Yeah, I think that was pretty bonkers, um, which isn't a thing, by the way, like those paint bullet, <laughs> like the way he did it. Um, Here's and, where the fiction starts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then I also like the whole like haunted house at a carnival. That's my favorite part was the carnival. Yeah. So it's not a good movie, but there were some parts that, that I liked. Saying it's I not- kind of feel you because it's still from that same same era. Yeah. So it's got some of that charm there before we say goodbye to it and usher in the new. And as we, we talked about in the la- last time we covered this, it's like, you know, every good franchise goes to a carnival at some point. You know, <laughs> Ghoulies 2, Texas Chainsaw. Freddy's dead. Freddy's dead. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. Um, overall, not a good movie. But I will say again, too, that on the campus of that uh, military school is the statue, uh, Appeal to the Great Spirit, which is uh, the famous, quote-unquote, Chief Muncie that's in downtown Muncie. Oh, fake news. Indian with his arms. (laughs) That's cool. Are you serious? I didn't know that. Yeah, there's the same statue, but uh, it's one of few that are made. But at the same time, it's not really Chief Muncie. No. Shame on you guys for laughing. He was trying to share a good point. This <laughs> is historical. <laughs> so that's my thoughts on Child's Play 3. Re- again, revisit. We go much deeper into de- de- depth. <laughs> I like the ending. Yeah. Another cool ending. Yeah, yeah. I still enjoy the movie, but yeah, it's just, it's it's a letdown it's a from big what drop. you've seen the first It first is couple. a bit huge drop. I, still enjoyable. I, I feel like this was a common Better for a... This is very common for early 90s uh, sequels to horror films because, like, Freddy's Dead, uh, Jason Goes to Hell. was It was almost like, well, you're not in the 80s anymore. And they it was this weird blend of, like, it just it didn't quite work like the other movies. Yeah. People um, started taking themselves seriously in the 90s again. <laughs> yeah. uh, but saying that, I think they uh, definitely, uh, 3 was 91, 4 is 98. So I think in that time period, they're like, What's something that we could do to bring life into the series? So, uh, Bride of Chucky, um, I don't know, like, the idea was kind of like, really? Like, when I first heard they were making it, I was like, why? But Bride of Chucky, I love Bride of Chucky. This is the best film in the franchise, in my opinion. And, and not only that, but I, I think three, uh, 3 was like, at, uh, 3 did half the money that the first one did. So, um, 4 came back and, like, kind of put the series right back on, a, on track that it was. Four? It's called Bride of Chucky. Bride of Chucky, Child's Play Four. See, I think something happened here that then Toddy likes to keep just running with continuity of numbers. 
But did something happen where they lost the rights to the no. title Child's Play and nope. they just started calling? So I think they just movies? wanted some. I think they wanted something new at at this point. Okay. Uh, I really Child's Play three, and again, it, it, it. I think it barely made its money, so it was close to a bomb. I think they were just trying to do uh, something new, and again, like uh, like like Freddy's Dead, Jason goes to hell. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. But. Uh, I think number one, the fact that they had Ronnie Yu come in, who was known for like, I mean, like a, what was it, the the lady with the white hair? What's the name of his movie? Is that it? I just always remember that he went on to do Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah, so he's definitely very. He's more uh, more concerned with like visuals. Um, it's like. Go ahead. Finish. Uh, I thought you came in the room like. No, a, I've got a counterpoint. But go ahead. Like a like like clue, like you solved it. <laughs> uh, I think I have, but go on. I love uh, even from the opening credits that they play Rob Zombie. Like so, it's kind of a. Uh, I feel like each big franchise goes through like the the quote unquote like MTV movies. Uh, so this one was just this one was just like out to have fun. Uh, it had like lots of cool characters. It was very visual and like to me, I think the the coolest part is that with it being Universal, there's a definite throwback to Universal monster, like especially Bride of Frankenstein. Absolutely. And I like everything you just said, but I want to go back to our argument about the Chucky and Child's Play rights thing. Are you sure there's not a difference? Because we don't come back to the Child's Play title. We've got Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, Curse of Chucky, Cult of Chucky, and then this new movie called Child's Play. There's not two different companies that own the rights? I think Universal took over with part two, Yeah, but I think that it probably was expensive, and they had already kind of driven the car. And I think after three, when they came back to the property, they were like, nah, that's my guess. Because I think that Universal did most of them, but the first and maybe the the last couple. Okay. I, 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 the the I only think. ones Universal didn't, uh, MGM. Because I'm wondering if there's a split of like who owns the character. Kind of like who owns Jason. the title. Right. Who owns so, the character. So, the title, so you, the Universal, so uh, I think it's MGM, United Artists, whatever. They own the story of Child's Play. So much so uh, that, like, so for whatever reason, I, I think MGM or whatever company, like, like what idiots? Like, you could have kept, uh, you could have done the second one. They sold it to Universal. I know there's not an issue with like the title, other than like maybe uh, the professor said maybe as part of it though, they each movie they have to kind of pay for the title, uh, so that could be a factor. The remake went back to the the people the original, and that's why down to a lot of the kills, if a kill was reminiscent in any way of any of the sequels they had to like get it out of the remake because oh that's why i think uh and we can go there more part of why i think if they would have reached out and worked with all of the original team i think the remake could have been something stronger but instead save it but but like that's what i'm just saying is though yeah. like so down to where you couldn't even have um anything similar to anything child's play 2 on in the remake uh I don't know. It's kind of odd, but other than that, uh, it was definitely the trendy thing uh, to uh, kind of retitle your your franchise. Just like at this point too, if if you think of most sequels that were coming out, it was also pretty trendy to drop what number you were on, so people would lose track. We're in the '80s; they were proud. They're like, "Hey, man, this is part eight. This is part 20. Uh Where at this point, like, it's like, well, you know, maybe if we don't put the title on, people will forget that uh, this is this is the ninth film. Uh, so interesting. So, Bride of Chucky, <laughs> Bride of Chucky, the title of the film, one of my favorites. 
I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's silly. Um, and I think it's, you know, it, it, it hikes up the brutality. It hikes up the humor. And it just, it just hits that campy sweet spot in my heart that you all know that I am a sucker for. I think it's great. I think that they realized having a killer doll as your main protagonist <laughs> is going to be... It's it's silly in nature anyway, and so why not embrace the silliness of it, uh, and just go balls out with it. And I think as a result, it made for a really fun movie. We introduced Jennifer Tilly's character Tiffany in this movie, which will end up playing a huge part in the remainder of the franchise. Um, yeah, I I think Bride of Chucky's really good, really good. I really enjoyed Bride of Chucky. I'm going to use these sound bites on my phone next time you guys give me hell over something. Just kidding. Uh, I worked at the movie theater when this came out, and I hated it back when it came out. The dumbest ass people came out of that theater cheering, and I had a so, bad taste so, in my mouth so about me. it. Yeah. Well, no, there was plenty, I'm sure, of normal fans, but it attracted also a certain crowd where I was like, this theater is a little bit more difficult to clean up after, the, uh, after them than the other ones. I will say this, though. Over the years, this has by far been the biggest turnaround for me in this franchise. Um, I had zero interest in this back then. I was already just... I was fine with what existed for the Child's Play movies. I didn't need a funny movie. But I really kind of come to love this, if I'm being honest. I don't um, know how you could, with as much uh, homage as paid to the old Universal stuff. I was 16. It. And you it know? was kind of dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest. Like, now that enough time has passed, I see all that stuff. But at the time, I just wasn't into it. And I kind of let that chip on my shoulder carry over where I thought I was too good for it. But now that I've given it a fair shake over the years, I really kind of love it. It's yeah. funny. Um, it, there's really not a lot of fat on the steak. They move quick with it. We have a simple objective to get back to the remains of Charles Lee. It's a fun movie. Um, so, I honestly, I didn't get a chance to revisit our original episode on this. I don't remember how hard I was on this, but if I was, I'm better now. I like it. So, I, because going into this, I remember thinking, ah, oh, the two funny ones, I don't like them. And I thought, and not only, I like this. Not only does it have the humor, but it also adds to the abilities of Chucky, if you will, the lore of Chucky, in that, spoiler alert, if nobody's seen it, Tiffany. Yeah. Ends up becoming another doll. Right. And they look like garbage pale kids in this, too, by the way. Just to kind of add on to my new newer praise for it, I think this is the second best piece of filmmaking in the franchise. Uh, he did a great job with this. There's a lot of uh, visual ambitious oh, yeah. aim in this. I mean, that they really achieved. It's a very uh, almost comic-like movie. Um I really like it. I, so I, this is a big turnaround. And I for think me. Jennifer Tilly is like forty some years old in this movie too. Yeah, she. And by the way, I mean, what are we? A little over twenty years later, mm -hmm. basically looks the same. Yeah, still doing pictures on Instagram with Chucky all the time. <laughs> I, I She's embraced it too. I love that. Uh, not only is there a lot of Universal monster stuff, but there's just horror movies in general. So the opening scene with the lockers, where you can see uh, the Michael Myers mask and Freddy's glove. And yes, the, yeah. that uh, part's great. The, the, where they where they kill John Ritter with the the nails in the head, mm -hmm. and he's like, 
I don't know why, but that looks familiar, which because of Pinhead, and uh, they do Psycho and uh, lots of fun stuff. Is this the one where he chops through the door? No, and he's, no, no, that was the okay. Next one. Uh, there, there's lots of lots of fun stuff. Uh, marketing was great, and this movie opened right before Halloween. So, and it's to me, it's a fun Halloween movie because it's uh oh yeah, it's uh it's def it's not scary at this point. And they knew it wasn't scary. They went with the right direction with this movie. Uh, the sex scene is absurd. <laughs> it is just <laughs> fucking absurd that that was put on film. Uh, uh, this movie also scary. has the worst. The <laughs> this movie has the worst Patsy Cline cover I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> That's uh Willie Nelson. <laughs> Those are the low points right there of the movie to me. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you've got a young uh, Kathleen. Catherine Heigl. Catherine Heigl. I feel like this is early on, too, where she didn't hate every movie she did. It's crazy, too, that she actually got worse at acting as she went on. Most people get better. (laughs) She is a shitty human being. Sorry. I, I, I concur. She's mean. Uh, I always wondered why uh, it was just kind of odd that Kathy Najimy's kind of thrown in with the weird cameo as the maid. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about that. I love yeah. uh, that's a, that's another fun death scene though. Um, and I feel like this is one of the early films of the trend that if a car hit you, you explode. Uh, so I feel like this is one of the first uh, movies that started doing that. So fun, fun little time. And don't forget Tiffany's boyfriend in the beginning is played by uh, Alexis Arquette. Alexis, Alexis Arquette. Arquette. Yeah. R.I.P. Also, uh, at this point, too, because I'm like, how are you openly gay writing all these movies? And so I think at this point, I was like, fuck it. There's going to be a gay character in this movie. <laughs> all right. Have we gushed over Bride of Chucky enough? I think so. I do want to say really quickly, uh, got to give a shout out to a friend of the show, Victor. Um because as a wedding gift, he gave Carrie and I his uh, McFarlane Bride of Chucky set. That is, oh nice! Chucky I think you had got Chucky. right before we recorded. Yeah. in the past, yeah, those are so. cool. Would have been cooler is if uh, that's what you and Carrie did for the wedding. But you guys could have been Chucky and uh, Tiffany. <laughs> oh, okay. I, got you. I thought they would have made cool cake toppers, but I have to take them out of the box. So uh, no, no. I was that. saying you should dress up as Chucky and. So guys, why don't we switch gears from absolutely loving Bride of Chucky (laughs) to the next film, Seed of Chucky. Okay, this is where I want to throw out there, though, of how weird this is. This is the first one that uh, Don Mancini, who has wrote every movie, this is where he came in to be director, too. Uh, I don't completely hate this movie, but it is the worst in the series. It's one of the worst in the horror genre. I hate it so much. There's, there's, there are yeah, things. It's god awful. There, there are things that I like about the movie that, that to me, it makes it a little watchable. But I would rather watch Deadly Friend. That's a great film. That's so. a good movie, sir. Deadly Friend is not that bad, on. buddy. <laughs> Eat them Pringles. Be Have a coke and a smile. Awful. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I definitely hate that. Uh, like the movie set stuff and all that, but uh, the opening scene before you realize it's a movie with uh, the guy dressed as Santa um, and John Waters to me are the two uh, things that, which is kind of weird that John Waters is in this movie, but yeah, he's way too high class to be in something like this. <laughs> Look, um, there are three movies, three movies, 150 episodes now, guys, three movies that upset me. <laughs> 
Leprechaun in Space, <laughs> Ghoulies 4, and this one. And I had to watch this pile of shit a second time. I hate this movie. You don't like watching a doll masturbate? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is like... It's like if Team America weren't any fun. I mean, it's just... No. I, where in that... How did we get here so quickly? Yeah, seriously. How did you reinvent Chucky? I, and knock it out of the park? Made only shit. to follow up immediately with total shite. Well, no, right. you, you made you made a ton of money from Bride of Chucky. Everybody loved it. So it's it, it's odd because it would it, I could almost uh, accept it if it was like all of the creators at this point wash their hands of it and it's new people. But it's the same. It's it's yeah. Don Mancini. Um, so it's really strange. The only thing I can think of is at this point in other franchises, it would have been Chucky in space, and they're like. Well, we'll just do this instead. There's some really bad CGI in this movie as well. And I can't believe who's the guy playing the voice of Glenn. Uh, Billy Boyd. Oh, boy. Came off of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll do this next. This guy just made cinematic history as one of the four hobbits. Uh, Hey, it's expensive to have second breakfast. So, uh... Lord of the Rings, and wasn't he wasn't he currently on Lost during this time too? That was Different Dominic uh, Monaghan. Nope. Wasn't yeah. it? Oh, okay. Well, all those people look alike. We <laughs> <laughs> mean you people. Yeah, sorry, Don. Not buying it to use the reference to Ed Wood with Glenn or Glenda. Yeah, come on. Whatever. I it's, just it's just a big swing and a miss. And I honestly, and I mean this a hundred percent wholeheartedly, if we would have made this a year after, I would be more forgiving. The fact that you let what six years pass to come up with this. Was it really that long in between? It doesn't seem uh, like it. Ninety eight and then this is two thousand four. Wow. Doesn't seem like it, but it is. That's unreal. That's inexcusable. Holy shit. And then that's when we start to get real confusing in these movies where Jennifer Tilly is playing Jennifer Tilly in this movie after so, having played yeah, Tiffany in the I, previous I, movie. I, I think they I think they 86 that though after this. No sir. No. No sir. <laughs> if you pay attention. What are you t- <laughs> But they don't they don't they don't reference it anymore so it's kind yes, of Yes, they do. Overlooked. The they only do thing that's like it. you look yeah. like. She's not Jennifer Tilly in Curse and Cult. Yes, she is. Yeah, she's possessed by Tiffany. She says Jennifer Tiffany. Yeah, I don't know. I can't tell. Her. She says body. I can't tell the oh, difference that's anymore. Right. And here's the thing. Fact. <laughs> Wes Craven. But then Jennifer Tilly's still making films. Wes Craven had already done the meta Hollywood filmmaking thing with twice at this point with New, Ma- New Nightmare and Scream Three. It's already tired, and now I gotta look at Redman being a director. Redman, Redman. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nonetheless, come on. Like, I think what hurt the movie the most, other than a lot of weird stuff, is it started. All, all the all the jokes fall flat too. Yeah, like the, the Shining thing. Yeah. Everybody was like, "I remember that was like a high point of the film." And then he's like, "I can't think of anything to say." So then it's like, "Why'd you even do this scene then?" Yep. It was the whole thing was one big bad joke, mm-hmm. one big awful joke that didn't land. Everything about it. Yep, I agree. I don't want to waste any more time talking about it. So, seed of Chucky, 
skip this one. So um, not only uh, is it a bad movie, but it also it also didn't do well at all. I think it was the lowest grossing film. And it, oddly, it's like the name almost made people not want to go see it. Yeah, or the fact that the poster with the eye had like jizz on it. <laughs> Miss that. Uh, so the I will say to me what saved the franchise is this bombed, and that the next two films were straight to video. And I feel like they got away with way more stuff than if Chucky kept going to the theater where they where they're like, no, Chucky has to remain in the doll. We can't get rid of the doll. You can't do anything new. Uh, I'll say Curse of Chucky to me surprised me so much, especially that it was straight to video. I was expecting it to be Turd City. Um, I think Curse of Chucky was like way better than the last, uh, other than I still love Bride. It was way, it blew three and a seed out of the water. Um, way better. I absolutely agree with you. It, it was a that's return. That's a hot take, by the way. No, it, <laughs> that's, that's it, a standard. Yeah, opinion. it was a return to, a return to darkness. Um, they found a very creative way to make Chucky a physical threat by no. putting putting the actress <laughs> in a wheelchair. Yeah. Well, I thought too. Uh, you don't see a lot of characters in horror films that are that are in wheelchairs, so it kind of brought something a little different as well. And honestly, when you start watching it, you're like, "Oh, is this a reboot?" Yeah, as I, you start well, to watch it, it's really not clear. Well, Chucky looks. He's not. He doesn't look like he did in the end. The last few films. Yeah. Uh, he looks like hamburger cheeseburger Chucky. What do you call him? Cheeseburger. 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 But they, but they bring it back to dark. I. I don't know. I. Th- I think this movie. Number one, it was a child's play movie. Number two, it was following Seed of Chucky. Number three, it was straight to video. My expectations were not high. Mine were very low. Yeah. And this movie blew me away. I was shocked at how good this movie was. And uh, is this the f- is this that's the first thing I've ever noticed? Uh, Fiona, uh, Brad's daughter. Uh, I don't really know her from anything else. I don't. So <laughs> she's in the Master by P.T. Anderson. Uh, she's yeah. completely naked in it. Also, so we know why you, you can see there and there. I didn't notice it until I had rewatched it. I went. Oh Jesus! That's Brad Dourif's daughter from Child's Play movies. Did you talk to that? Talk to him about that when you met him. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I did. Um, I was rather unenthusiastic about this the last time we recorded this episode, but I've watched it a couple more times since then, and this is a solid movie. It is. Mm-hmm. Well, it absolutely this is. is. A, this is a good movie, and it's probably my second favorite in the series. And then you know, as you're watching the movie, it ties in. No, this is the same continuity. Yes, and that's man. When when they start tying things together at the end of the film, I go, "This is pretty damn good." Thought yeah, like, I this agree. This has got some stuff going for it. Yeah, because you start to see that it is the same shitty Chucky doll. He's just done some superficial repairs on himself, and he is the stitched up doll start and peeling the makeup. Yeah, off. yeah. And then it even ties you in further into the past of Charles Lee Ray that you never got to see before and that he had killed Fiona's uh, dad and basically kidnapped her mother while she was pregnant for her. Yeah. And, and, and then, and then it's it pretty much to the opening of child's play. And then it leads directly into the opening of the original child's play. Movie. It was badass. That was and, really and, well done. And it was kind of a return to scary. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, there was still a little bit of humor. Uh, n- not really, though, a lot. Not really. And, and it was 
uh, nice haunted house feel in the big house. The lo- thunderstorms and the lightning, like it would. And you had intent with revenge yeah, because man. of her calling in and being responsible for him getting apprehended and shot. Yep, all that. No, it was a cult of or a curse of Chucky blew my mind at how good it was. I was totally not expecting. I would to put be it impressed. as probably by. Second or third favorite in the but, franchise. But, Probably. But, but I, I think that the reason it's so good is because of this not being theatrical. I feel like this one, they got to do what they wanted. I agree with and that. And they were like, we need to do, we need to go in a new direction. Um, because at this point, four or five, this is part six, the sixth in the film uh, series. Um, you have six films. You, you have to do something different at this point. Um, yep. So I think it saved it. I think Straight to Video saved uh, the series. I'm glad they did it because otherwise the franchise dies at seed. Yeah. Yeah. And God forbid that happened. Yeah. Not on my watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything else to say about Curse? I Just mean, that it's remarkable that a franchise reinvented itself for a third, well, second time in terms of reinventing. But it's like a third cycle. Yeah. Sure. Oh, Just, sure. And I, I don't That's know. If, not normal. I don't know if it was just supposed to be a fun little extra because the first time I watched it, I didn't realize there was stuff past the credits. Ah, uh, yes. So the scene with uh, with where Chucky sends himself to Andy, um, and then Andy blows his head off, and you're like, well, how are they going to go to another film? Uh, and not only that, but he's talking on the phone to his mother, and he mentions Mike, and you can see a picture of his mom, and um. I just thought there was like a throwback to a lot of cool stuff. And then so I was already on board with uh, whatever they were doing next. Um, so if we're all caught up there, then the the last uh, film that came out from them is Cult of Chucky. Um, again, I was really excited over Curse. So I was like, I'm on board. I really like Cult of Chucky too. I think Curse was a little scarier in tone, yes. but I liked everything they did with Cult too. And I love that they came up with a way to finally get uh, his character out of the doll, but still keeping Chucky. Uh, so you can do, again, like like if, uh, I don't know if the next is going to be another film. I know they keep talking about a TV series, like Ash versus Evil Dead type. Um, I'm on board with where they go, but um, I, I liked everything they did with this movie too. Yeah, I think that uh, I loved the guy who was multiple Malcolm. At one point where he says he's possessed by Chucky, he does a really good Charles Lee Ray impression, mm-hmm. but nothing will top Fiona, Man. Brad Dourif's daughter. I felt like Brad walked out of the Holy door. Holy shit. And whoever thought of that, kudos to you for that. Yep. Like, it was amazing. And then Jennifer Tilly's I'm back sure as Tiffany gone. again. Like... <laughs> And, and then you have, of course, Alex Vincent is back as Andy. Which I enjoyed. Which, yep. Oh, yeah. And, you know, they show his uniform from the military yeah. school hanging on the wall. Uh, it, this movie took a step and added another dimension to the lore of Chucky, where it's like, if you believe in a talking doll to begin with that can be possessed, we can get a little more fantastic and take you a step further in that he can possess multiple dolls. Yeah, and multiple have multiple sure. bodies, and that again makes it a bigger threat. It adds to the suspense and the mystery of which dolls it, which dolls it, and then you find out oh, both dolls are it. But if it if this turns out to be the last thing that they ever do with this series, I'm okay with it because it ended. I kind of so hope it is well. Exactly. I mean, Chucky's finally freed out of the doll's body. Just everything I feel about like it. where. Where we left 
is a perfect punctuation. And I feel like if we go further with it into more movies, it's going to start to be jumping the shark again. Yes, I agree. It's like you guys survived the complete ups and downs. You survived. And somehow pulled it all together with meaningful writing to make this and franchise seem video yeah they, we make this franchise seem much deeper than it ever was with, <laughs> right. the, with the masterful writing in these last two films i hope that they just kind of just leave it the way it is if you want to go to a tv series i'm all for that but i thought i and when they did the second more recent one i thought oh that's a mistake you just had that really cool one just leave it alone it was actually, again, much better than I expected. So I'm going to quit trying to predict what they should do because I've been wrong almost every time with them. When I think something's bad, I like it 10 years later. So who knows? I I really like Cold of Chucky. Uh, in revisiting it, I, I think it's not as strong of a film as Curse of Chucky. I agree. Do you think it's because they got poor man's Andrew Lincoln in it? <laughs> Probably a little bit to do with that. It's not a bad movie. I really like it, but it's just not as strong as Curse of Chucky. Other than that, it's a lot of fun. I'm glad Jennifer Tilly is back. I like the angle with the multiple dolls. I like being in the setting of the, you know, the, and the kills the were facility. Oh yeah, the head stomp. It uh, it, it was darker in tone too because they mentioned that um, her and Jennifer Tilly comes in to tell her like, oh well. Yeah, your your niece just didn't make it because he possessed her, and you know eventually. Yeah, Chucky possesses the little girl at the end of it, and then he says that little girls make it easy to get close to people so that they can kill them. But basically, little girls get scarred up and aren't so cute anymore after a while. Yeah, so like, and, and, so and they, they tell killed her. her. Uh, the the doctor that's like hypnotizing her just so he could sleep with her, uh, and that, yeah, that had to uh, get raping. Uh, yeah, there's a there's some. Some, uh, some some creepiness to this one. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. I'm very pleased with this entry into the I, th- I think uh, I think a TV series just because uh, I think that they've went in a, a cool direction because uh, I think like how Ash versus Evil Dead was. Because I think uh, you're going to eventually run out of steam if you keep doing two-hour movies. Uh, we're a little bit of a series where you can get away with like a almost like a six to eight-hour movie. You can uh, maybe have some cool stuff because again, a cool little bonus scene after the credits roll, is that um, uh, I already forgot her name from part two shows up to uh, to Alex's house. Um, yeah, I don't remember her name, so not important. But the little blonde from two, right on, Kyle. Yes, you couldn't say that like while I was struggling. <laughs> oh, you have you have. Shot enough of us while we were drowning. We we're just happy to watch you <laughs> struggle. Uh, all right, so that wraps up the main Chuggy franchise with a uh, G, right? Chuggy, <laughs> Chuggy. <laughs> Let's touch briefly. <laughs> bless you. Let's touch briefly upon the remake, which it, which just came out as we're recording. Just came out on video this past week. Yeah. Mm. Do we have to touch it? I mean, can't hurt. Yeah, I, I'd like so to I, touch it briefly if we want to cover it I, I in will, depth. On I will let's say let that, Hot Toddy hit this so one first. I will say this is what I find funny about Child's Play. Uh, if you know me, you know that I, 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 <laughs> I don't dislike a lot of movies. I definitely try to watch a movie and give it a chance before I hate it. 
Uh, I'm definitely okay with remakes. If you listen to the remake episode, I like a lot of remakes. Um, I almost wanted to root for this movie, other than I already knew early on that they're just like, what can we make from this company? Oh, they have the rights to child's play. And then they don't have the rights to do a lot of the story, so instead of involving any of the original people, how can we do this in a way uh, where we can where we can not have to pay anybody? Um, the fact that they did something new, I'm not bothered by because it is a remake uh, or a reboot. Even. Yeah. Well, but the fact that you you're taking you're taking the doll and it's just a doll that malfunctions, so it doesn't have a soul. Um, I don't know. It was to me. It was a. It was a remake of Chopping Mall. It was not a remake of Child's Play. Like Westworld. Um, where nothing I was excited. Go wrong. I, I was fifty fifty on trailers. I'm like, this doesn't look horrible. Although it looks weirdly like Saw, which after watching the movie, it fell more. It was more. It became torture porn than a Child's Play movie. It's hmm. um, an interesting take. Mark Hamill, when he was announced, I was super excited because I'm like, man, look what he does with the voice of the Joker. Sure, and I'm like, Mark Hamill's just going to play Brad Dourif's voice. Yeah. Um, but he it, doesn't. It was odd. It was want to. I, I, I want to say that maybe when I watch it again, and I know what to expect now, I might like a lot more. But what I find the most fun about this movie is that I put my opinion out there, and uh, I think it's pretty popular. I think a lot of people either are like, meh, or they hate it. There are people that really like this, and that's fine. It's your opinion. But I love the people that were like, I'm so tired of people slamming remakes like you. I'm like, really? It was, like- funny. it was funny. A couple of people tried to eat Todd's lunch on social <laughs> media. I was like, have you met him? Have you? Do you follow what he does? What he likes? Right. Um, I'm going to say right off the bat that the new Chucky doll looked like <laughs> the love child between the original Chucky doll and Christopher Walken. Wow. <laughs> Like just like his cheeks and his eyes, and the, he's like Team America. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> wow, wow, Andy, Andy, why don't you let me have soul? <laughs> <laughs> I would have enjoyed that movie. So, all right, so here we go. Um, the, the doll just made me giggle every time it was on the screen because once I established that early on, that's all I saw was the Christopher Walken Chucky doll. So it made me laugh every time he was on screen. Um, I don't mind the idea of going with just AI gone wrong over a possessed doll. Obviously, a possessed doll is way more fun, but I don't mind it. It was just trying to do something new for this era, and I applaud them for trying to do something new. Aubrey Plaza fell flat as the mom. I didn't like her as the mom. And I love Aubrey Plaza. I think she's a great actress. I like her. I didn't like her as the mom. Yeah, fell flat. The kid kind of likable because he's just trying to find. There's his place. a lot of stuff with him though that didn't I didn't like like the hearing aid and it's connected to the doll and there's a lot of stuff that I felt that was going to be a big plot point that just they didn't even go back to that yeah I just didn't get. Overall, I didn't hate this movie. Um, there was some fun. I had some laughs. There were some good kills, uh, but it's not a good movie. So um, I would just tell people. If you're willing to give something a shot, give it a shot. Uh, just go into it knowing that it's not your father's child's play movie. So I watched it. Um, I think it's. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I'm not mad about it. I feel like this movie could have been made 
with alterations to the appearance of the doll, obviously. Wow. Change the kid's name, change the doll's name, and I think it could have been its own movie. However, if it would have been released that way, everybody would have just said, oh, it's a rip-off child's play. So they're in that conundrum of you could do that, or you can make it and call it child's play. And everybody's like, well, you got fuck with the old shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're not going to win with this project either way you, you, you take it. I love Mark Hamill, uh, especially as a voice actor. I think he's fantastic. Um, he took a risk, I think, by taking this opportunity. Yeah. Uh, because he had to know that you're treading in dangerous waters with fandom by trying to reinvent something. Um, it was an, it was a modern take on it for certain. Uh, again, like we said, Child's Play was a product of the 80s. Really, only in the 80s can you get away with a doll that's possessed by a serial killer and animate. Uh, so they went with the AI angle and all that kind of thing. This movie was its own thing. Uh, the problem is it couldn't decide what that thing was. Yeah. It couldn't decide if it was a horror movie. It couldn't decide if it was a comedy. It couldn't decide if it was like a teen movie. One part that drove me nuts is there's a scene where Andy and his friends are sitting in a room and they're watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. And it's the scene at the radio station. And they're all sitting in beanbags just laughing their asses off at it. Just cracking up at it. And I was like, you're the asshole kids that I can't stand in movie theaters when I go to see a <laughs> horror movie now. And... Wasn't nobody laughing the first time they watched Texas Chainsaw 2 and that scene was on. No, that's the most one of the most brutal scenes in the film. And I, and I'm, so I'm like, fuck off with this. Oh, it wasn't scary to me. I laughed at it. That's what that whole scene was, and it drove me yeah, absolutely those crazy. kind of people, that their, their litmus test for horror is if they actually lived when they walked out of the theater. Yeah. It's like, yes, it's a movie. Dumbass. Yeah. Things can so, scare you and be fake. I, I absolutely expected to watch this movie and be furious that I wasted my time on it. Um, I wasn't. That being said, I have no reason to ever watch it again. But it, it was fine. But uh, another thing that bothered me is that how uh, the casting of Andy's mother. They even have to make it a point to talk about how she was 16 when she had him. And I think it was just because they didn't have an attractive female in the movie. So they had to make her as young and attractive as possible to the audience to the point where they had to go out of their way to mention something like that. That That's absolutely no bearing on the rest of the story whatsoever. And there's really not a single redeemable male character in the movie. And like even, no. even You may be able to say that the, the, the cop, I didn't but, like but he's like a doofus throughout most of the movie mama's boy nerd like there there are no no likable male Later figures turd nuggets but anyway i digress that's that's my take on it um i have not watched the movie so i won't try just, and judge it on that just but, see what you can come up with well I have not seen it no here's the thing <laughs> you just take a minute shut the hell up here's the thing we just had a good movie less than two years ago Right off the bat. We're also involved with... We have the writer who's been involved with the franchise basically since inception. Trying to, after all of these different changes and reinventing this franchise multiple times, trying to lift it off the ground now after reinventing it with two movies into a TV series. And then we have people come in and go, we're going to remake it, you're not invited. Yeah. 
No, I'm just not interested. Yeah, and I, I'm. I'm being a hundred percent honest. I'm not being self righteous or overly political about filmmaking and and the politics that it has. I just think that my dollar is a vote, and by me supporting this movie, I'm just not interested. I don't need it because I just had two good movies in the last five years for the franchise. I don't need a reboot now. If those two didn't exist, and the last thing I'd had was Seed of Chucky in '04. Sign me up. Yeah. But I just had two good movies. And it just, hearing the news about it and his kind of hurt from it left a bad taste in my mouth. And so I'm just being honest. That's why I haven't watched it. I will see it at some point. Sure. I'm just not in a hurry. That's fair. Well, because I. You don't I, need to be. I felt the same way. I was like, man. And like, you're not bringing Brad back. You're not doing this or that. Like, you just had two great movies. Right. Well, they, they, they kicked around too uh, before. Um... I want to say before Seed, they're actually talking about remaking Chucky, like the original people remaking Chucky and uh, to remake it, to make it, to return to scary. Uh, and the first thing they said was remake scary and that uh, Brad Dorf would return as the voice of Chucky because like you said about Robert England, at this point, no one's going to want anyone else. Um, but the thing is though, there before uh, Tom Holland came in and, and, and changed a lot of the script uh, when it was called... Um, blood buddy um there's actually like a cool angle that i thought and i'm sure that's probably what the studio owns because they bought the script of where he actually cuts uh cuts the doll's hand and cuts his hand and uh it makes it connected to the doll it didn't have the uh the spirit of charles lee ray all that stuff came in later um i thought it was kind of a cool angle they could have done for the remake and again they could have involved the original guy because I don't think the remake will tread on what they're doing with the other Chucky stuff at all. Um, I just think it could have been a better film. Not the worst movie I've seen at all. I've actually ordered it, even though I just complained about it. Because uh, <laughs> I have to own every... You are nuts! <laughs> if I own the others, I have to own this. I'm a completist. Dang. Except for saying that, I, I, I refuse to own Creepshow 3 ever again. But <sighs> I even have a... Uh, but you're a completist. Well, not on that one. Like, like, I think I, I was like, like, I don't like this movie, but I just spent twenty five dollars. I think on I was movie. a completist until Leatherface. And now I'm just like, I think I'm kind of checking out on some of this. I'm telling anyways, you, boys, I gave up being a completist years ago, and I've, been, I've felt the most free that I've felt in my life. <laughs> Is that true? In years, I mean, you got hot garbage on your shelf. So. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that's debatable. <laughs> All right, yeah, well, yeah. But I, I will just say in defense of this real quick before we close out, if this turns on some young people to the new movie and the franchise, great. Like, I'm not trying to do the get-off-my-lawn routine with, yeah, yeah. The, with it. I will, I will say that's my favorite thing about uh, a remake or a sequel is I have to remind myself that a lot of people aren't movie nerds and they don't care that much about films. And without these, like, coming back around, movies are forgotten about. Um, so any anytime something that's going to bring a movie I love back into a, you know, this, this child's play movie could be the, a, a lot of uh, the younger generation. Maybe it's the first one they see. And I'm hoping that they check out the old ones and maybe they'll definitely see uh, even things that they like more about the child's play than what they just watched. But there you go. Again, it's not a bad, it's not a bad concept. I just wish they would have used it in a different format. Of, of AI gone wrong. I feel like uh, when I when I think about it, I think a lot of things that just that they were trying to do just didn't go any further, and and it was confusing. Yeah. Um. But I've seen way worse. 
I own true. worse movies. Um, I wouldn't say it's the worst remake at all. I'll just tell you, if I do get around to seeing this and it's the worst movie I've ever seen, I'm holding you all accountable for <laughs> saying that you've seen worse. It's fair. If it is the worst movie you've ever seen, I'll give you my copy of Julie's Four. Ooh, he I has will, raised it. I will say this about summer films, though. Uh, it came out during a bad summer because there was a lot of really good movies that came out this summer. came out in the midst of a cruel summer. It did. All right, wrapping it up for the Chuggy movies. <laughs> just kick Chucky. Uh, I thought we were <laughs> Hashtag just kick Chucky. How can you kick Chucky when you can't even reach him? <laughs> <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Grizzly Abner, and I'm joined by <laughs> Tickled Professor Wagstaff. Venomous Benny. Hot Toddy. Stay scary.